0: It is. Aries and, and, and Andy, you and a jerk. You know it's time to get this work. work. The real raw gutter, uncut cocaine. No political corrections. And Always sleep. Only y'all Fuck no being a woke. We discuss politics and jokes. Sorry, we late. There's levels I'm to this I'm shit. The Excel, then prevail. Up and up. Suicide and only y'all know my style. Hey y'all, uh, of course, as we discussed, uh, we're gonna be talking about Blood Brothers, uh, the documentary between Ali and Malcolm X. But before we do do, do, uh Kanye is still in the news for more Kanye shit. Uh Andy's gonna play a clip for you. Uh, and I also wanna play a clip. Which might not necessarily tie directly into his clip, but it's still within the Kanye Metaverse universe. Uh, so, you want to play yours first? Yeah, I don't care which one we play. Yeah, let first. me play mine first. because yeah, play yours. Mine is shorter.
1: It's like he had a really cool outfit and stuff, and he was a really good
0: architect. And, uh, and so, you're in love with the with the with the with the with the, arch, the, 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 the look of it. And he didn't kill six million Jews. That's just like factually incorrect. Guys, so- get the Ronald Reagan clip they showed me yesterday. Sorry, go ahead. Ronald Reagan said that too. Well, I think Hitler did target and kill some people. So I think you know. I think Obama killed Palestinians. Oh, no, I hear you. Here, Here's where I think the frustration is. And Nick, you can comment on this. And Obama was not the first black president. He was another Jewish president. You know, it's like he had a really cool outfit and stuff. Now, do you want to play yours before we dive into that? I no,
1: I, I think I need to address a few things in there. First of all, okay. because Obama didn't have the best relationship with Israel out of right. all the presidents. Right. He, he backed away from Israel. Right. That sorry, was... That was uh, actually uh, a comment that's been made on his his presidency mm-hmm. uh, that he that he he took a different stand with Israel. Right. So for him to say that, I don't know where he's getting that. For six million Jews, I've explained where the six million number comes from. Mm-hmm. If if someone needs some more clarification on that, I'll, I'll I'll give that to them. But if you listen to our podcast, I've addressed this a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Uh, that's I just wanted to answer that. Okay. Uh, okay, so do you want me to play this one? Well, before you play that one, because
0: I'm sitting there scratching my head, going, "There's another black president before Obama," and a lot of black people in my feed was like, "Yeah, man, that's they 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 hide that from you in the history books. Obama wasn't the first black president. The first black president was what was his name?
1: Yeah, I'll pull it up for you, but. It was John John something.
0: John, but what, what was the last name?
1: I'm trying to remember it right now, but now I can't find it in here. I sent it to you. Well, let me get it for there. I sent I sent to you the, the information on it last night. Let me look it up. It's under you. Sorry. I'm John Hansen.
0: John Hansen. So I called you well, first once I read from people that were saying it was John Hansen, I looked it up. And it was, of
1: course, I you know, when wasn't like I was going to go, huh? It, completely false. It's absolutely false. It, it's false in the fact that he was president. There, there's a lot of truth to him, but it, the timelines don't meet up. There's, there's. Uh, and he's the president, wasn't the president of Liberia? Wasn't president. He was a senator of Liberia. Liberia, okay. And if you follow the timeline and in, in the fact of, of, uh, uh, of the uh, technology at the time. Right. There's things that, of him that are taking pictures that are of him. Uh, that don't match the timeline from when you would have what you would have had available to you as the president right these these are th- there's a whole thing about how this got put together this way again when you when you get information that you want go back and then you got to do some more research to, and to confirm it that's why sometimes I'm hesitant to say things because I don't have multiple you know factual background checks on mm. things um yeah man it's, 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 it's. I'm not trying to hide anything. I would love it if it was, but let's, let, then let's take that apart a little bit. Wouldn't that be to America's advantage to have said that that was true because the black man was never held down in America? Look at the opportunities black people have the, from the beginning of time. there He was, we had a black president.
0: For me, it was, it was simply this. So you mean to tell me in the 17th fucking century when niggas were slaves that America, um, or a lot of brothers write out America KKK, America KKK would make a black man fucking president. This would not be in every history book and, and major historical news. So, and if that was the case, Why, when Barack Obama became the first, that was the big news, if it had already been done before?
1: And why wouldn't Barack call it out and go, I'm not, and bring attention to- I swear,
0: you fake woke niggas are hilarious.
1: And why would every country in the world cover it up? Because every country would love to blow up up American things.
0: In every country, when Obama became president, it wasn't American news. It was global news across the world.
1: I woke niggas are hilarious, man. Well, what's happening is that there's a lot of old information that this has already been these things have come out before and they're being recirculated again. And this is what we're doing. We have to go back because we keep coming back to old things that have been said. They've been addressed, but then we're gonna do it again because someone right. else pulls it out. And social media, the best part about it is not everybody becomes aware of something all at the same time. When you right. when you used to put it in the paper and like the or on the national news. Right, everybody kind of heard about it at the same time. When you put it on your Instagram feed, it may take people a while to get to it, and then it recirculates again and again and again. And this is how we get these things that are happening right now. Right. So that's one. Uh, but it's good. It, it it it's 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 interesting. I I don't know. I don't I don't know how to. I I, you know, I would have been pro- I would have been happier if there was a black president. Before. <laughs> I would have been like, okay, so this is a different country than what it, what it says. Right. So we're what we're really saying is, if you want to believe in this, is that America wasn't the racist country that you're talking about. Or America allowed black people to uh, be free and not only be free, but be the commander in chief of this country at one point.
0: And, and, as, and as much as some of you niggas like to say Obama didn't do shit for black people, if this nigga John Hansen was the president, <laughs> what the fuck did he do?
1: Uh, well, there, you know, there, there is there is some things that people could say to that. The reason it was covered, they, they could say the reason that was covered up and then he was removed is because they wanted to continue slavery, but they were told that slavery was going to end, and uh, that's why he was buried in the in the history. But that isn't the that isn't the case. That that isn't how it happened. But I get I get people are going to try to try to work at that any way they can, but that's not it. Play your clip, please. Oh, let me go back and play in, in this clip. I didn't want to play this clip. And Aries pointed out a reason why he feels this clip is No, I really reasonable. do. And, and, and I also think that this clip will
0: bleed into part of our conversation about this Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X doc, and why I have strong feelings towards Elijah Muhammad. Feel good about yeah. what Kanye is saying? Both of them and Kyrie. What they got going on? Well, I'll talk mainly about Kanye. I right, mean, what I'm, about Kanye? I'm about half what Jewish he's and he's praising... you yeah, half Jewish? Yes. And he's praising Hitler, saying the Nazis were cool and saying the Holocaust didn't happen. Yeah, now we support Hitler. Right. 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 All of you? Yeah. That's no. right. Because Hitler was killing your people, man. Hitler knew who the real Jews was. Aye. Right? Aye. Hitler wasn't oppressing my people. He was coming for your next. Holy right and let me get let me give you a wake-up call man you're not a jew you're not jew right you're the you're the seed of the devil man right these brothers are so on call on, 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 on these platforms kanye and Kyrie shaking things up it's because it's a great awakening happening right the real jews are back on the streets and you so-called fake jews who stole our identity are going to go into slavery right because you're not you're, because you're not a Jew. right did the holocaust Esau, happen it did happen and we and we glad that it happened did so- Oh, boy. You you see, even when part of your message is actually serving to the community and good for the betterment of your people, when you say things like that, good, that it happened, you, you, you shit on the whole thing. You shit on whatever good you were trying to say, uh, and and that's part of the problem that you'll hear me talk about. Okay, but so
1: before we go too far, so you can address it. What's the good that they were trying to say?
0: Oh, I'm not talking about yeah, no, them, no. them specifically. Okay. I'm talking about anybody's message. Yeah, you know, I told you, and I'm not sh- <laughs> I'm not trying to be, be funny or shit on them. But, but I told you, them, them Israelite cats. When I see them in New York, or when I've seen them on in Tampa on Ebor maybe I could listen to your message if you didn't motherfucker, I- 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 and you're yelling into a bad mic system and you're just saying like the most devil, white, pig, motherfucker, you animal cave beast. Like, I, is there no other better way to deliver what you're trying to say without all the loud rhetoric and noise and just barbaricness. You know what I mean? If if there's something good to be found in anything you're saying, first get my attention. And the Pirates of the Caribbean costumes and the loudspeaker
1: ain't it. So there are a costume and a PA system away from getting good attention? Man! (laughs) Man! Listen. But but then when you say things like that,
0: the Holocaust happened and we're glad it did. Now you're
1: losing me. Well, let me, let me just comment on a couple things that he said. He, one of them was, and I like it, because they weren't impressing my people. I love that because if we go to Deutschland, if we go to Germany at that time, uh, the 1940s, uh, what was the population of black people in Germany? Uh, I don't know the number because I don't have it in front of me, but it's minimal at best. So they weren't impressing you, not because of choice, but they just didn't have enough black people to oppress you were oppressed if you were living there and you weren't part of the Aryan brotherhood. That, 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 uh, let me rephrase that because I don't like saying Aryan brotherhood because that's, uh, that's a prison thing. You weren't part of the Aryan nation. That's what I was trying to get. You weren't a blonde haired blue eyed, which was the ideal look. And watching them wipe out Jews and gypsies from the face of the earth. It was a matter of time before they overcame lands and you were next. Because I I don't know if you noticed you don't fit into the uh, blue-eyed blonde hair look as uh, the the original uh, the the Israelites that you are claiming that your uh, your identities were stolen for what to be uh, in a place to be uh, wiped off the face of the earth to to participate in a in a holocaust is that what you're talking about and and when you when you say Hitler knew. The, everything that you say was accredited to Hitler. It wasn't. He didn't say those things. It's already. It's. It, it, it. There's no. There's almost no chance that he said those things. Uh. It, there's been many things written and disproven on the fact that he said that. And if you, it, if he is the one that said that, we're going to take Hitler's opinion and use that as uh, our, our our basis for what you're saying. It's Hitler that you're talking about. As much as you want to praise him, uh, Hitler, there, there's some problems in his history, whether you want to look at it that way or not, because it wasn't just Jews and gypsies. It was also homosexuals. It was also people with disabilities. It was, it was people who didn't fit a pure and perfect nation. And you don't fit into that ideology as well. If you're a black Israelite. So I don't know where, how this has gotten twisted that way. Look, Maybe,
0: I'm not a history guy. Again, I got to say, I'm not the smartest dude in the room when it comes to this kind of stuff. But from what I do know, from what I have seen, from what I have read, black people have caught in hell in this country and all over the world from all groups of people. I'm sure some Jews included. But I'm never going to co-sign the massacre and the murder and the torture of anybody. Uh, Certainly, we have been at the top of the totem pole for that. uh, And we still go through it, black people. Um, But again, I'm just never going to co-sign, you know, murder and and, and an onslaught of terror and torture. I I just, I'm not going to
1: do that. When Jews came here, they were given uh, a denial of a lot of rights that black people also didn't have now although jews could be white passing and they didn't suffer the same consequences without denial i admit that openly but they weren't allowed certain uh, privileges that uh, that the traditional white people in america were allowed uh, so they were looked at differently they did not set up the they did not set up what was to occur as america uh, there's never been a Jewish president. This is not. These are. These are. How <sighs> do I want to? How do I want to get to this? Uh, when we go to the Israelites and and their twelve tribes, and not recognizing Ashkenazi Jews is what they don't recognize because they're European, even though that we have DNA today that shows that m- many, not all. But many of the Jews that come from this place, uh, from from Europe, Askenazi, they do have uh, DNA that is from uh, Asia and Africa. So yes, they 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 have rights to the same Jewish Jewish pronounced uh, being a Jew. That so do Black Jews as well, Israelites around the country. I don't understand what the divide is. I, I no one's explained that to me yet. I would I, I need to do like I said my own research on this, but. I, I this is where it gets confusing. And in this country, remove it from our argument with the Israelites, but remove it from this country. As I said on this podcast before, when they were marching uh, in Charlottesville with tiki torches yelling, Jews will not replace us. Were they talking about black Israelites? They weren't. We all know that they weren't. So w- there is this same... Uh, racism that hovers over Jews that's always been in this country and it's been worldwide. So, you know, I, when Jews are saying anti-Semitism, there's a reason why they're saying it. And again, as I said on this podcast before, we've seen it before. We can smell it cooking and we know what's about to happen. And that's what is happening right now. And I, like I said, I have no problem uh, with people trying to figure things out speak their, uh, their, their truth and trying to understand what it is. But, you know, understand what you're understanding. And as we talk about this next thing, uh, this next movie, the stock that we saw, uh, I'll be able to uh, explain certain things a little bit better as, as we go through it and not, not explain actually the happenings, but understanding a little differently. Told me to cut you off, man, but we have to take a break. It's nothing personal. It's just business.
0: Um, okay. Um, Blood Brothers. Uh, <laughs> from the moment this came on, dude, I, I, I wish I could go back in time and, and feel that energy that was Ali and Malcolm X at the same time. Uh, because I think it was Ali's brother who described, who used the word electricity. The, I, I want to say when he when describing Malcolm and his brother, it was an electricity that came from them. And for whatever that's worth, I felt like I could feel that uh, through watching this because they were such polarizing, magnetic, incredible figures. Uh, and to be there in that presence live, I thought would have been fucking uh, phenomenal. I would have loved to have felt that. Um, Mike Wallace refers to the Nation of Islam as black supremacy. Um, and I was actually trying to look up the word supremacist, a person who believes in advocates of supremacy over a particular group, especially in a racial group. So when he described them as that, I I got, and this is why I'm not the smartest dude, but I just went, is there such a thing as black supremacist? Can that be? And that's, that's not what they were. I'm sure to white America, of fear and ignorance, that's what they were. But, or is that what they were?
1: It Depends on the context in which you use the word supremacist. Uh, white supremacy is, is the common term because white supremacy is prevalent and you can see it, how it's affected this country. And then if you do black history studies, there's no way a black person can be a, a, a racist, a, 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 racist a, a supremacist because they don't have the ability to reign over and control and affect white lives. And, and, and in that theory, and this is, this is the true statement that I can definitely say within that theory, is that as a, as a white man, if I decided that I never wanted to do business with a black man again, ever, for the rest of my life, I could probably navigate that water. It's a little bit harder today than it was years ago, but it was. Pro- it, it, it's still something that could probably be done today. A black man in America n- could never decide not to do business with a, a white man today, because to do to be able to work to to be able to live in this country, it's white. The the white structure touches everything economically. You can't do. You can't live in here without being somewhat in the presence of of, of white people. So by those standards, no, it's not possible for a black person to be a racist in that way. But can they be bigoted? Yeah. So a lot of times when, but the goal is to be, fuck, I don't want to say it that way. There is some goal in the NOI, in the NOI to be at a supremacist nature for his people, and there's a reason why, and this is where I have a hard time with it because I understand the reason why, I don't understand the methods to get there.
0: So when, so when, they would show, El- honorable Elijah Muhammad speak, and he talked about a separate way of everything, our own neighborhood, our own this, our own that, is that a form of white supre- black supremacy that Mike Wallace would refer to? Is that what he's referring to? No, because we Elijah wanted segregation. Yeah, he wanted like whites over here, blacks our own, but that's not what he's talking about.
1: I think he's just talking about in the <clears> manner that it was he was trying to achieve it. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a good argument. I don't think it's a good argument on Mike Wallace's part. I usually think that he tries to get, you know, I think he's trying to get somewhere. I don't think it's a great argument. I I, I have a real issue, and I've stated on this podcast. I I, I have appreciation for. What I think Farrakhan, the nation of Islam, provides to the black community. I have a hard time with the rhetoric and what also comes with that. As far as the structure and trying to help the black community uh, in, in, in bettering themselves. I mean, how can I be against that? Right. But to, to, uh, to the extent in which he demands that, others are resp- that, that certain groups are responsible is a different story um, that that's, that that's kind of my, one of my issues. And for the honesty that the nation of Islam isn't a religion that is based on Islam totally. It's not, it, it has ties to the Sunni, to Sunni uh, Islam, but it, it also has ties to Dianetics, uh, L. Ron Hubbard, and uh, Scientology. So those have to be. That's a concern that isn't spoken about. To me, that is a concern. Uh, it's not. If, if we weren't in this situation, I would never talk about it because it, it it doesn't. It isn't where I want to go. But this is where we are right now. You know
0: when they uh, <clears throat> when Ali went to Rome. And they said, you know, as he was in Rome, obviously, uh, he was free of the kind of treatment and racism that he faced back home in America, in Louisville. Uh, and I just thought to myself, and again, I know historically, black people, we've caught in hell all over the world, but not quite like America. As Dave Chappelle said, America has it mwah, stewed to perfection. I sometimes wonder, why would you want to come home? Why would I just stay there where the treatment is better? But then I go, it's just weird to me that you would go, but that's not my home. My family, my my mom, my dad, my kids, the people I know, my friends is in America. That's home. But you don't you're not made to feel like that's your home either. Well so why not stay
1: where it's not hell for you? But there's differences in in racism as is experienced all over the world. A racism can be experienced on a surface level or an underneath level. On a surface level, America just kind of especially at that time threw it out there this is this is who we are. When you go to other places, it's there but it's underneath Yeah it might be expressed I, differently, but it's still you you have a ceiling of what you what what's allowed to happen. America's in this situation because uh, had we gone forward after the revolution after the Civil War, we would have found ourselves moving away from that, and we saw what was happening with different black communities as they were uh, not only evolving but thriving and making a community that could have been successful beyond where the equality would have been without question. But then, you know, Jim Crow came riding in on some KKK horses, and this is where we are. So we we when when they talk about having a hundred year head start, it's not it's not a bullshit. Mm-hmm. so and I'm talking about white people having a hundred year head start and it's more than that if you really you know run the numbers so uh, why would you want to I, I think that the most powerful part of that when when Ali talks about it is that he was conditioned to this life where he grew up that was just the life that he grew up and to go somewhere else and see it presented to you in a completely different way even if it's 20% better from where he grew up. It must seem out of the world.
0: That's what I'm saying.
1: So, yeah, but why not stay there? Because I think you do realize that it's, it's there, but it's not as it is here. But he also had opportunity at, at, at a later time in life. He had certain opportunities that were afforded to him. But could he got those somewhere else? I mean, I think it's a reasonable question to ask. But this is your home. Why shouldn't you be allowed to thrive in your fucking home? Right.
0: Yes. Okay. Yes. And and listen, there's nothing like your own bed. Right. You know, no matter where you go and how cool it is, you go, I
1: like my own bed. And even if you like that bed better, you want to buy that bed and bring it to your house. There you go.
0: And so, yeah. But, but the, the mind fuck behind knowing that what goes on outside your bed in your house is horrible. And you want to come back to that. You're going back to that. That's, that's, that's fucked. I don't know. I I just, you know, I just imagine, you know, they don't have fried chicken here, man.
1: There's no good black woman here, man. I think certain people though, I really do. I think, I don't know if it happens at youth or if it happens as you get older, but sometimes I think there's certain people, the light switch just goes off and they know what they're supposed to do. And I think, you know, as this, Doc unfolds, you're looking at two people that know they're going to face struggle, but they knew this is what they were supposed to do. Okay, that makes sense. This is God's call. Yeah. Um,
0: when Malcolm X said, we don't hate anybody. We just love ourselves so much that think they think we hate the people that are inflicting injustice Against us. Why is this such a hard concept for white folks to understand? They say, you know, anytime a black man is proud, tall, stands up straight, pins his shoulders back, sticks his chin out, and speaks for love of people, love of self, that that is somehow a threat. And it's like, I I can't get over the fact that this is simple math. Treat the people who you are supposed to treat as human beings like human beings. Allow them the rights that they are supposed to have, and there's no problems.
1: But I think where the problems come, to me it seems simple but difficult. I think throughout history that people who deprived people of their rights— Continue to deprive them for their rights because if they will admit that they were wrong, that means they have to change. One, they have to change their whole way of thinking, which is difficult for people. Any any people to change their whole way of thinking, it's difficult for. But then to also know that you and your history has inflicted the kind of damage, the kind of hatred, the, the everything that you that goes into what you did to. Black people in America, you somehow bear some responsibility in it. And to have, and, and I, I listen. I'm not justifying anything, but to have a black neighbor, knowing that that was your, like, let's say you grew up where you might not be the racist one, but your parents were, and now this is your neighbor, and you know what the the feelings that were your 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 parents had towards these people that are now your neighbor. You don't think there's any like I'm I'm not justifying. All I'm saying is, you don't think that they feel some kind of inappropriate way, some kind of scared way, some kind of unhappy way, some whatever the emotion that it conjures up. I don't have that emotion, so I'm just going with what I can try to put myself in those shoes. Mm -hmm. How does that work? How does that? And now go back a hundred years ago when you were directly not just your your parents, but you're directly responsible. How do you how do you live next door? Do you are you worried now? Don't you think? I I think there is I think you're worried because you know what you deserve for what happened, and I think that's the that's America. I think it's always it it doesn't want to take the responsibility because it doesn't want to own up to what it deserves for this.
0: Okay, well even if you go, you, you know, you feel like you don't want to be responsible for something that you didn't necessarily do. You don't the people don't see. I can change that right now. If we cut the head off the snake and start now, even though yes, we can't change the past. You can apologize for what your people did before you, but
1: at least make the effort to start now. Well, it makes a huge difference if you can. I don't know that we. I don't know how we do that now. Uh, It would take because we're we're so divided. Uh, I would love it if that did happen. But when I was in uh, when I was in Rome. Just recently, they were talking about. Uh, there was there was all different groups. There was Germans. There was uh, some people from uh, the Netherlands. There was a black couple that was there with, with me when I was going through this from from uh, from here. I forgot where they were from, but the way they were throwing out terms and it wasn't like. It's it's the way they said it that when they're in Italy. The, mm-hmm. the the person doing the tour of the Colosseum kept saying the slaves, and it was just that it was so nonchalant the slaves. Like here, I don't think you walk around in an open conversation. Because you know when we had the slaves, but there because they have made progress and because they right. did att- they did take responsibility for that. Right. It is the slaves because that's the history. But here, it's still today. Right. And I think that's where you know we're we're de- like I agree with you. Yes, if you could cut the head up, but we we haven't even cut. We haven't begun to. I think we haven't even started to cut the head off. Right. We just keep pushing the snake back in the hole thinking that it's going to go away. Right. Um,
0: you know, I, I my biggest investment ever into Elijah Muhammad was from the movie Malcolm X with Denzel. Uh, and the only thing they kind of obviously hinted on or, or, or touched upon, and that was the fact that Elijah Muhammad had babies out of wedlock and got several young women pregnant and basically abandoned them, Uh, which, of course, goes against everything that that they're supposed to stand for Uh, in terms of no drinking, no smoking, no pork, don't take the white man's drugs, don't sleep with the white man's woman, be honorable, be a man, take care of your kids. And he didn't do that. But then, amongst other things, it's like, I'm listening to this dude and I'm like, this dude amongst, I don't, I don't know what the word is for that. Uh, dead be dead, scumbag. I don't know what the word for that is. Like like if a man cheats on his woman, his wife, he's an adulterer. I don't know what the word for what he did is technical, but I felt like whatever that word is, throw in narcissist. Because at one point he goes, uh, yeah, and the naysayer said this about Ali and said that about Ali. They said they was gonna mess it. And in regards to Ali fighting Sonny listen he, he was going they was gonna mess up that pretty face. But Allah and I said no. So you and God, nigga.
1: Yes. Because you have to do the study of how that religion works. That's different from the other Islamic religions. Okay,
0: explain it to me because I might be sounding
1: stupid now. No, you're not. You're not because most people don't know this. But the leader is is the basically, and I might get this. I might not have this hundred percent. I might not say this the right exact way. So I want to be careful what I'm saying. But the manifestation of the leader. So at that time, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad was the manifestation of Muhammad. He was. He was. He he was here as 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 that person. Okay. So he was he was looked upon at least as that person. So yes, him and Allah were the ones that said no, and because they said no, it didn't happen. Yes, they're a part of the no. Okay, because they have that power. Okay. So, am I wrong in using that word narcissist? Am I? Is that am I? In if, in in a religious way, the belief would be that the person who descends to that position of power is the manifestation of Muhammad. So he's there as the prophet. The prophet is the leader, and the leader is talking through or is that of the prophet Muhammad. Um, So I don't know. I don't think it's narcissism. I think that's that's the idea of what that person who leads the nation would be. So it'd be just as
0: wrong for me to go,
1: That's cocky. Well, the idea of it's pretty cocky that, that you rise to the leadership and that makes you the prophet. Okay. Um, you know, if I'm wrong, correct me, but that is how I read what I've read and I've understood.
0: Like that saying, you put your money where your mouth is. You either shit or get off the, off the pot. Malcolm X didn't fuck around. There
1: was one moment
0: where he goes, uh, in regards to the church bombing of the four little girls in Birmingham, if the government won't do it, it's up to us to find the murderer and have them murdered.
1: I'm like, God damn. He's that was the, pretty radical. Yeah. He's the definition of all in.
0: Yeah. Yes. And here's why I was getting upset with Elijah Muhammad. Of course, the rift starts to happen between Malcolm X and Elijah and upon the uh, assassination of Kennedy he tells all of his, uh, what do you call it? His followers, followers. Yeah. Don't give any statements. And of course Malcolm X gives the famous statement about the chickens coming home, to roost. And Elijah also said to him, uh, the judgment of white people will come from the hand of God. In other words, not us, God, um, and I'm just sitting here, and and and, and you know, I'm. Just, and this is what I mean when I go. Yes, in terms of the fruit of Islam and being righteous and not putting poisons in your body, and and you know, being honorable, good husband, good father, all the positive things, and it's great. It's great for the betterment of our people and the word and all that. But when you get women pregnant out of wedlock and then say adios to the girls you got pregnant. When you sit and talk about all this black preservation and black pride and standing up to the white devil, but then Malcolm's all in, but it felt like you were scared. You didn't want to ruffle those feathers as far as making uh, a comment on President Kennedy. You didn't want to... Like you like he it just felt he got like you know scared, man.
1: There's a difference between a politician and an activist. Malcolm was an activist, he wasn't a politician.
0: And you're saying Elijah Muhammad was being political. Yeah. So can you truly be about what you stand for if you play in politics?
1: Can you? I, mean, I, I don't think a, you can. It's a great question.
0: I don't think you can. I think like Malcolm, you're all in. You're not fucking around.
1: I think at the there was a point where you could be political. And you could stand your ground on what you believed in, but I don't think that existed. I, I don't really think it existed back then. I think you have to maneuver because you're trying, and, and you know, to give it a little. To at that time, it was a young, it's it's it, it's very young religion, so you can't you you go all in, but you also want to survive. So
0: well, then how committed to you at going all in? Cause the ones that go all in, they know death is inevitable, a la Dr. King.
1: When you go all in, you know you're going to be the first one to take be taken out though. Uh, in, in anything that we do in life, you're going to be the first one to lose. When you go all in, you have no choice. You, you're taking it. You, you're taking down an establishment. That's the only thing you do. I, I, even in war, if you if you want to, you know, uh, if you if you want to go in and you want to take over a beach. Uh, you dump all those men and they're the first ones to go in, they're going in, they're all in, but they, they know that the chances of them surviving are minimal. But if you want to survive, and this is where the key part of it is, if you want to survive, and I said it was a young religion and they want to survive, well, now you got to be strategic. You can't be the first one to run out there. So, but, but the other thing to that is he didn't even want anyone in his group He didn't want Malcolm saying anything. So why did he, why was he, and and I think more of it is, I think he was already, and and this is where the narcissism comes in. He was already irritated that that Malcolm was rising to a level that he saw was being more um, influential than even his words. See, I smell bullshit on this guy, man. Because at one point, after
0: Malcolm X was killed and the reporters asked him, uh, he said something to the extent of uh, if you cross me or you don't follow me or something else, it will end very bad for you. Again, you're talking about you're representing a group of men that are talking about nonviolence, on stand protection, but non-violent. you're not a violent group as you're depicted to be. You're going to meet. you about
1: brotherhood and love. Uh, yeah, But you're, gonna meet, uh, you, you, you're going to meet. You're going to meet Equal force with equal force.
0: That I understand.
1: That's defense. Yeah, that's defense. But
0: I'm not talking about defense. I'm talking about it's clearly he's sending a message. Yeah. You fuck with me. You do something against me. It's going to end bad for you. What is he talking about? A stern lecture? He's talking about violence. So you're getting girls pregnant out of wedlock. You're not being, you're deadbeat dead. You're talking violence. you're, You're going against what you say. Come on, man. Come on, man.
1: There's some bullshit on this dude, man. Well, there, there's a lot. There's a lot. The more you go into it, and it doesn't even touch it in this. Uh, the reason Malcolm leaves the Nation of Islam, or was ready to, leave, was walking away from the Nation of Islam. There, there was pro- when when he went to Mecca. It was the change, and it's one of the. It's there's a, there is a change in him when he goes to Mecca and sees what that, that Islam some, is about. And some Muslim brothers are white. Uh, not only are they white, it's, it's, he starts realizing that the, uh, and someone said that I'm supposed to say everybody's name correctly. So the Elijah, uh, the honorable Elijah Muhammad uh, didn't know the, the the prayers that you, you have to pray every day at a certain time. And there's certain prayers. He didn't know those prayers. He found he's learning that he was instructed in a religion that wasn't being followed as the religion. Told me to cut you off, man, but we have to take a break. It's nothing personal. It's just business
0: before I get to the question behind that, uh, you know what they show Elijah Muhammad saying again how they want they don't want and he specifically said, we don't want we, we don't want integration, we want separation. And my question if I could have asked him would have been, if they treat us because we, we we know that this is all supposed to be about fighting for what should be ours. God-given rights, equality, uh, decent treatment as human beings. Let's say we got all that. Would you still want separation? You know,
1: do, you, do you, uh, I'm, I'll answer it. And I would I, love to. I'm going to jump on this, and it's like a <laughs> grenade that I'm jumping on for saying what I'm going to say. Uh, Jim Crow, separate but equal. If it wasn't Jim Crow, if it was what it said, separate but equal. At the time when you were trying to establish yourself, the separation, but equal would be amazing. Think about it. If a a white school got $100,000 for education and that school got paid for books, for everything to get all in for the white kids and the black school got $100,000 also and you would have education and teachers that were of equal pay so that the kids were getting the same education and you would stay in your community and white people would stay in their community and then you would rise at, at, to a level where the, there was equality, and then you could make a, a a a reason for integration? You don't think that gives the black community better leverage? How would it give them better leverage? For instance, right now, we talk about the NBA, the, the uh, baseball. What is baseball? I don't even uh, MLB. remember. The, MLB. I don't even remember. The, how <laughs> sad is baseball that I don't even remember its initials when they started pilfering from the black leagues it ruined those leagues that was that could have been money that there was black money that was in black communities that black ownership had full control of so integration although great because it made a lot of black men rich wait is it but did it make black men wealthy that's the the chris rock thing right wealthy right if they own their own leagues, could they have been made black people rich and the owners wealthy? I'm not, I'm not advocating for it. What I'm saying is there is an argument to be made. And then going further, to be able to control, let's say, a state in this country where it was a black state, black run, all of it. And they were controlling the money. They controlled their destiny. There is, you could see where they feel that there would be an advantage of. I I, I get the idea, <laughs> but I think when you're preaching this and you want this to happen, when integration was already happening and was going to be the key, it was just that Jim Crow came along and weakened the black community so that they didn't have the same I, I really, I mean, I can't answer all this because these are all what ifs, should be's, as you said. I think that after the Civil War, if the black community is left alone to segregate or not segregate, and could have allowed them to build their own wealth, we wouldn't be in this situation at all. This was Jim Crow; it was sla- slavery under another name, but it, it kept the black community from being able to respond in 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 uh, in the market, in the American market system, to be able to be active in that. So. I see why where what 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 this conversation is. It, it's not as it's not as far fetched. And, and and you had a whole community of of white supremacists not wanting black. So why wouldn't you want your own community where you could be in charge of it and not pay m- I I think the worst thing you can do is pay money to someone that wants to hurt you.
0: Unless you're into that kind of thing,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but but you but you, right, yeah right, but you do right. see you know to to be black in America at that time and then you you're a sharecropper and now you're paying and they made it so you barely made any money if not indebted to the uh, the owner of the land and then you take this little bit of money that you have and you go pay to the white uh, store owner to get what you need from him and you're making everybody else rich with your hard work. <clears throat> So to make sure I'm not completely lost, equal but separate. If it was honest, if it was honest, okay, you would have had to re. You you could say I can see a path for this working. So good thing if it was honest. For but, both sides? For both sides. You know, honest, honest. Okay. Yeah, you live in this community, I live in this community, but I'm gonna make sure you're financed, you get this, we get that. And as you grow and develop, integration would happen naturally. Okay.
0: So you're so you're mm-hmm. saying separate but we could, at
1: first. At first. And then let it. I think it would happen naturally, but what I'm I'm, I'm not advocating for that. I'm just saying the theory of it, that if you had a black community that was worth millions of dollars and you had a white community that was worth millions of dollars, you're on an equal playing field. And then as you integrate, you integrate in the same way. Okay. But when you make someone poor and you don't let them integrate and you just take their money and you keep them poor. Right. That's that's the trick that happens in capitalism that it makes people very angry at capitalism because it can be a very unfair system when you're not everybody's playing on the same rules. If the rules are equal, capitalism can be great. But when it's not equal and they force someone down, that's another problem. And so not only when, you, when I'm saying this about being a participant in the economy, but I'm talking about laws. Laws have to be equal. Everything has to be equal for separate but equal to work. Right. And I'm not for it. I'm just saying there's an argument that you could have said that could have worked and that's kind of the argument that they're making only he, they're really talking about their own country or state but that was <laughs> Lincoln tried to do this with some other people and that's where you got uh, Liber- Liberia from. All right. So <sighs> It is. These are all conjecture. This is just thoughts. None of this right. makes a difference or means anything. It's, right. it's, but what is his point? How, let me, I would love to see, I, I, and I, I can do the research. I would love to see how they feel, how, what the state of of the of, of, of the black land that they're looking for to make this state happen for black people in America. I, I think I would like to understand it because then I could actually comment it on it in an intelligent way because I could either say, Hey, this could work. I, I don't agree with it. I, I'd probably no. say I don't agree with it, but it, it could work. Right. And I would, I would understand it. I would, I would be able to understand and break it apart that way. I've never seen it. I guess I, again, I could look it up. I could probably put some exercise into it, but I'm not really talking about them in general right now. I'm talking about, you know, the theories of how it could have worked. <clears throat> you know how much I love Ali.
0: And yeah. I love Ali, man, to death. Uh, but re-watching this, I was mad at Ali. I really was mad. Because the way he coldly turned his back on um, Malcolm was just wrong. And 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 when he got older, I mean, way older, uh, he realized and even said to one of his daughters who she said was helping him with his autobiography, he realized how wrong he was. And it was one of his biggest regrets. And if he could see him today, he'd tell him he loved love him and all of that. And look, when you're young, you're very easily influenced. And when you're a young man looking for who you are, you're even more
1: easily influenced. And And you're basing this, this upwardness on everything that you learn from this man.
0: Right. Uh, And of course, Elijah Muhammad being Malcolm's teacher, he was the end all be all over Malcolm, which is why Ali chose uh, Elijah Muhammad over Malcolm. But, They even mentioned the moment where, I think uh, Malcolm was with Maya Angelou. And they said that the way when when Malcolm X finally saw Muhammad after a long while, it was like, Muhammad, Muhammad. And the way it took a second for Ali to even acknowledge him. But once he did, he coldly and like ice just was like, man, you turned your back on a nation. And just like said, basically, fuck off. And she said when Malcolm got in the car, he was slumped in his seat and you could see the pain in his face. And he said, man, I've lost everything. I lost my teacher, Elijah Muhammad. I've lost my friend. And I just, you know, I really felt I was mad at Ali.
1: Man. But there, there is something in there too, that I wanted to, did you see Ali's brother talking about it? Yeah. Ali's brothers didn't, when you hear him talking about it, you don't feel like he thought it was wrong of Ali at that time. When he says it, he goes, uh, he said, uh, what was he thinking to go against a lot the honorable Elijah Muhammad? You know, what was his, what was he thinking? It was never like he went, you know, uh, I wish there could have been a better conversation between my brother and Malcolm. It was like, what was, what was, what was Malcolm X thinking? And it, it was just a moment where I realized that they were indoctrinated into that religion. And that was the most important thing because that's where everything was based out of that he was doing. And and he gave, you know, Ali put it all in and all out there to be who he was. So to, to sidestep that and to go follow his friend. And this is where it comes down. I felt the same way you do. This was his friend. There's something Bond about a friend that you, you should be defending or you should right. be able to go to... The uh, honorable Laj Mohammed and go, but why is this? Let me get my right. teachings. Teach me why right. I can't be friends with him. Teach me where I don't. We don't know what occurred there. All we know is that if you were, if you're following the principles of what you believe is the right and correct religion for you, and someone strays that from you, you <coughs> that is the direction I think you go in. I'm not saying right. How can you, but you can't really be mad at Ali for that. Yeah, I just. You can be disappointed. You can't be mad that a young man who's trying to find his place and wants to do good for who who he is and for his community and for everyone that looks like him, and he believes this man is taking people that way, and his friend has a different outlook, and you don't know how it was presented to him around the whole brotherhood.
0: Right. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah.
1: So maybe disappointed. Disappointed. I was very disappointed because that's still, you know, people, me and you both have had incidents where people talk shit about me to you through whatever. Right. And I, and my, my same thing, but I, you know, I'm, we're in it. This is what it is, you know? Right. So, and that's how, that's like kind of our creed. That's what we live by. Right. But if it came up to where it was, it, we both had a religious perspective that we truly believed in more than anything else. and, they came to us and said that, well, maybe we'd feel about it differently. <clears throat>
0: I have a two-part question. This is my last note. Uh, when that one brother from the uh, nation, I forget what his name was, but said "Could you?" Uh, they would never allow a white man to kill Malcolm X because that would have been a catastrophe. One, I believe that the government was involved. Do you, and two, if the government had a white man kill him, I went. How much bedlam would there have really been? Would 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 the would the whole nation decide to go after the United States government because that's a losing battle? So when he said that, I'm going. Really? Like like even if there would have because I know like when Martin Luther King died, yeah there was riots all across the country. What's the worst that you thought would have happened if a white guy did it? Other than maybe some riots. Why nobody going to go up against the government.
1: Uh, I think there's more parts to that, though. Um, One, I don't think the government, I really don't think that the government had Malcolm killed. I do think the government was involved because I do think, because of wiretaps and everything that they're doing, they knew that Malcolm was going to be killed. And I don't think they did anything to stop it. Right. Because there's no way with the wiretaps and everything that was happening that the government, and when I say the government, I'm gen- I'm generalizing because I don't know, was, was it the FBI? It was the FBI. <coughs> there's no way that they didn't know. There's They're they're following everybody. They're recording people. They're looking into what's going. They know something's going to happen. So when I say, does that make them involved? Someone yelling, that makes them involved. I can hear it right now. That makes them involved. <laughs> Yeah, if, if if you're saying like that, yeah, they're involved. I'm just saying I don't think that they set it up. I just don't think they were willing to do anything about it. And to their to their place and how they felt, good. That's there. they were like, well, good. We're not stopping this. That's up to those. They were involved. Who the fuck is saying that? Leroy, furious. Is. <laughs> but but that's that that's what it is. Right. To me, that's what it is. That's how it probably that's to me. From what I've I've seen, any research, any reading, which is minimal on that, but anything that I've read in documentaries, how can that miss? How can they be doing all this uh, work behind the scenes, the FBI, and not know this? Uh, And then the other part where you said- uh, Bedlam. Bedlam. The difference between, uh, first of all, everyone is being, all black leaders are being killed or have been killed now at this point. Here's my question. To you and why I said when they said it would be bedlam. Um, Martin Luther King was about nonviolence, preach nonviolence. It wasn't about force met with equal force. So when you kill him, the people who follow him, whether they want to be violent or not, and the, the initial would to be violent, but the, the, the teachings would be you can't do this. This is, in his, in his legacy, you can't do this. Right. <clears throat> what would be the legacy if you killed Malcolm X? To do what he said. meet Force right. with equal force. So I do think there's some different kind of bedlam. I don't know how far it goes. Yes, you're not going to, you know, they, they, they can come over and crush you, but there would have been more, uh, uh, I, I'm not, I don't have the right word, but there would have been more, people would have leaned more towards uh, that and understood it better. If there was more violence, if if, it, if there was uh, pockets of resistance that happened all over the country, I think it would have been a lot different. And I think that with the nation that they had the ability because they have chapters everywhere that you could do strategically Image. strategic strikes in different areas. Right. So I, I do see the, the thought process back there, but, uh, yeah, I, I think that they... I, I've heard other people say the CIA was involved. Uh, I just really think that the CIA didn't need to be involved. I think it was too easy. And I hate saying that it was too easy, but it was too easy to know what was happening and not do anything about it so that you could get the result that you were looking for anyway. Right. But see, I, I, the other reason I don't think so is at the time, if you if you really are tapping the phones and you know what's going on,
0: right.
1: either way, whether they whether they take Malcolm out or they let him live the if he lives it works for the fbi just as well because it's dividing that nation that they were so worried about because there were still some people that and and as malcolm got more popular would have went on his own it would have caused a huge problem
0: yeah but he also still would have had the weight of being malcolm x
1: yes and that army behind him yes yes But Malcolm was the one, and this is the Malcolm was the one that people were drawn to. It wasn't the Honorable Laj Muhammad. I mean, he spoke and he had great teachings, but you listened to him speak, right? I'm not knocking the man. I'm just saying he he just there's some people that have that charisma that are going to bring people in, and Malcolm had that.
0: Listen, I can't ever get past that voice in the Malcolm X movie. You were a drug dealer, and was the. Muslim Catherine Hepburn.
1: So, you know, when it comes down to it, I, I, this, that whole thing between them, it was such an incredible synergy of energy of two people that had power without power. You know what I mean? They weren't government. They weren't, right. And they, they weren't even, no one was in charge. I mean, he, he was not the leader. Uh, Malcolm X was not the leader, but his power was there. And and Ali was that he was a boxer. He was the heavy but like they showed after the Liston fight. Yeah. Black people in the streets. Loved him. Loved that he but, was that yeah. But you know what I'm saying about right, not actually right, having right. power, but having but that power. Was power, yes. That synergy of going those, to Africa and having all of Ali boom all over the world. But yeah. those two men getting together, if you don't fuck with those guys, if those guys can lend and they in some ways they did lend their 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 power, their name two certain things that were happening at the time, but if that could have happened, I mean, a lot of changes happen. I, I don't I, this, but this is why. And let's go back to the Kyrie thing real quick before we end this podcast. This is why, as people ask questions and learn, I'm not mad at uh, at Kyrie for trying to learn and trying to understand what it is that he's where he's coming from and what what information's out there and trying to understand it, <laughs> trying to decipher it because it's a lot of information. But again. Ali loses his his best his best friend at the time moves on stays with the nation of islam and later leaves the nation of islam cuz he realizes and I'm sorry to say but he realizes it's not uh the actual, the, the the traditional muslim religion the, the the traditional islam and that's when he becomes sunni he becomes a sunni muslim and he practices that for the rest of his life he moved away eventually and to give him credit and I and I told you this before we started this podcast and you got to kind of give Ali credit cuz he didn't want to be political about the NOI he, he, about the Nation of Islam he left it and and went to practice the Sunni way right. and stepped away from it it was I I don't ever you don't remember this big moment or maybe America just doesn't talk about that because they didn't really understand it at the time right so who knows i don't know I see the good that can come from this, but I mean, I really wish people knew more about what they were learning instead of learning small amounts and think that they have learned. You only have opened. you're on page, you're on the introduction. You haven't even got into the chapters yet. <laughs> Get into the chapters. I'm not in the chapters. I'm barely in the chapters. I'm still learning. I'm still constantly trying to read and understand more. And when people come at me, you're going to come at me and you're going to have, and, and right away with the questions that you come at me at, and, or at, at me in an angry way, I know right away where you are in the book. But, you know, I, and I get a lot of people that just ask me questions and like, I, and I want to give it up to Dwayne curse who, uh, sent in his email, uh, you know, and just, he came at when he, when I read it, I understood it was someone I could feel his his, he wasn't ever disrespectful, but I could feel what his his frustrations. And it's easy for me to have conversations with people like that. I appreciate conversations like that. I learn from conversations like that. I am not past learning. I'm really excited to have conversation with people if they put it in those terms where we're all trying to learn. Because no one knows. There's not one fucking person on this earth walking around here that truly knows 100% that, that this is the way we need to do this. And so... That's where we used to be, and we used to like to exchange thought and and have conversations that had an argument, but for a purpose, not just to prove you were right. They were for a purpose to prove that there was bigger ideas out there. And, and that's not where we are. We're in this place where you can't even have a different idea because that means you oppose everyone who has that idea.
0: All right. <laughs> it's called Blood Brothers. Check it out on Netflix. It's a great watch.
1: Uh, dates. Oh, yeah. Hey, we're doing comedy. <clears throat> sometimes, God damn it. Sometimes I forget this is about comedy. Did you know Do you know this is about comedy? Yes. All right. Well, hey, guys, listen up. Uh, let's see. Uh, December uh, 22nd, Aries is going to be at Club Bea in Los Angeles, California. It's a music and comedy festival. And he doesn't have anything to say about that, but he's going to be there. Yeah, I'm going to be there. Uh, December 29th to the 31st, our new year's weekend. We are going to be at Magoobies in Baltimore, uh, the new year, 2023. We're going to be January 5th to the 8th. We're going to be at helium comedy club in Buffalo, New York cold, but it's going to be good because you know, people that come out in the cold, they don't come out in the cold unless they're comedy fucking fiends. Oh yeah. You're not coming out because you just needed something to do. Yeah, you stay home when it's that cold if you need something yeah, to do. So we're that looking cold for-, for
0: me. I'm at home. Pussy yeah. is my winter coat.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so not shaved down or anything. It's, nah, a, it's- just put that motherfucker around the cock and it's warm. <laughs> you want a you want a full uh, raccoon coat? That's right. Goddamn it, or oh, polar bear coat that means a white bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, January 12th through the 15th, Helium Comedy Club at St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, that's still gonna be cold. Yes. January 27th to the 28th, Toledo Funny Bone in Ohio. Of course, that will also be cold. Yeah, we want a cold tour. February 24th to the 25th, we're going to be at the Improv in Denver, Colorado. Also cold. Cold. March 3rd through the 4th, we're going to be at Cincinnati Funny Bone in Liberty Township, Ohio, which is Cincinnati area. And uh, again, that's also going to be cold. Maybe it's March. Still probably a little bit chill. It's like springtime coming. Springtime's coming, but it ain't come there yet. All right.
0: Uh, This is from Terrence McGee. Hey, it's Simba from Instagram. Here's a song for the podcast. uh, Show my love to my producer, Ethan Stout. He's an upcoming producer from the UK. Uh, Social handles are Instagram, Simba the King. S-I-M-B-A-T-H-E-K-I-N-G underscore 14. Twitter at T E E. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I was right. God damn it. T-E-E-B-E-M-A-C-K-I-N YouTube is Simba the King14. The song is called Fly Straight. Uh enjoy. You know what we're gonna call this one? No, what we're we gonna call it. Um, you're better at these than I am, the names.
1: What are we talking about?
0: Incidentally, uh, did you see the clip where Kanye West said Dave Chappelle steals jokes and called him a Zionist?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know who I feel bad for is, is, is Dave Chappelle. Because the Jews, when he released that, the, when he did the right. thing on Saturday Night right. there there's a lot of Jews who were well, like, you know, that's, I don't know. There were they, a lot of them felt some, some parts of it felt it, it was on, it rode the line of anti-Semitism. I right. didn't feel that way. Right. And now this, and now he turns around, and then now he's getting that he's the Zionist. Yeah, these, you know what? Kanye's fucking nuts.
0: I said this joke on Instagram, and so for those of you who know uh, video games, I'm sure you'll get a chuckle out of this. I said that Kardashian pussy
1: is like the Madden cover curse. I just there was a Kanye. Listen, I don't care how you feel about this. Really quick. It was a Kanye that when we came, he came out, we went. He had our hearts, man. Fuck, man. This he dude, had our fucking hearts. He's killing it. And and, and, and despite some people like, no, you're a producer. No, man, I'm not. Right. We're following his dream, putting it together. Man. And then, as he said, he got some bad contracts and some bad pussy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nah, that is niggas. went yeah. Interviews with all blackface.
1: This thing is crazy. All right. uh, That was a movie, too. What? This thing is crazy? That was a Rich Pry album. Yeah. Was that an actual movie? I I think he did, I think there was some skit like that. Okay.
0: Uh, Fly Straight.
1: Enjoy. (laughs) Been feeling like I'm home.
0: Achilles heel is love, cause a nigga know they will never be enough They'll kick you while you down and play it cool, salute you while you up It's a dirty game, watch for who you trust, watch for who you trust Snakes all hotter than a cut, waiting on the opportune time to jump Protection is a must, so I keep a.
1: Thanks for listening to the Spears and Steinberg podcast. If You'd like to know who's responsible for this shit. Well, it was hosted by Ari Spears and Andy Steinberg, produced by Steve Merrick and Anthony Holmes, executive producer, Big Papa, Robert Kelly, and Matt Kleinschmidt for the Laugh Button Podcast. For more information on where to find us on the internet, visit www.spearsbergpod.com. What? You don't like to do it face-to-face? No, I don't, I don't like that way. I don't like to see the face.
0: <laughs> Rena. Nope.
1: <laughs> That's crazy. Look, You can get a doggy style, you can get Ling on your side. Those are your only choices. This is my house and I get the say. Got it?